Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. You're welcome. My name's Mark. I'm 31, which is probably too old. And I'm joined by Jackie. Hi. And uh, Miles, who knew I was going to introduce him, but decided to start eating anyway. Yeah, because you were going to introduce me. That's Miles. Uh, This week, we're going to be talking about three episodes. All three are part of Vanilla Ice. I'm sorry, Cool Ice. I'm sorry, Vanilla Ice and... The Miasma of the Void. Miasma. Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, But before we get into talking about the episode, we're going to talk about some listener correspondence. Yay. It's only Tuesday, so we we haven't really given people too much time to write. But guess what? I'm eating nerds. Someone uh, with a hat trick has written in for the third podcast in a row. A hat trick. And, you know, seeing this initially, I thought I was like, man, we kind of have to tell her, like... We shouldn't just always have a back and forth. You know, I said that like way early on in the podcast, but mm. she's been providing us with original content. Great original, hashtag content. With great content. Original so content. How in the world can we hate on that? True. Um, I feel like most of our emails are back and forth with the same couple of people. It's not back and forth. There was just one or two times where someone was like, oh no, what I meant when I said that was this, you oh, know, I that see, kind see, of see, thing. See, and see, I'm see, like, see. yeah, just, it's fine. Jackie, you want to read it? Sure. Is it because I'm a woman? No, because you, you looked like you wanted to read it. You had it right is in front that, of your face. Is that what you think, Tracky? I'm just... It's the simplest explanation. I'm asking a question. I don't oh, know. Boy. Anyway. <laughs> read it. Uh, so um, I, do ha- I did have it open in front of me. But um, uh, the subject line says, Woman enters. <laughs> and she says, Hey, JJB gang. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed the daddy art. Oh, by the way, um, Mark posted it on Twitter. I'm not. Al- mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we were allowed to do that, but it was posted on Twitter. Yeah, anything you send us will get tweeted. Not. That's not true. It might get tweeted. It might get tweeted. Get ready for tweet. Follow us on Twitter at jjba. No. What is it? Jjb pod. <laughs> Jjb pod. You have the password of the account. You yeah. use the account. Jjb pod is our Twitter. That's right. Anyway, hey jjb gang, I'm so glad you guys enjoyed the daddy art. I made a quick second installment since you weirdos are my muses. Uh, my daddies, if you will. I oh. also misspelled dolphin, but just blame Miles since it's him talking in the comic. She, so she True. sent us a comic. She sent us like two pages of a comic and Mark will probably post it on Twitter and it's amazing. And I want to just, I just want to show like all my friends, look at me. Someone drew me <laughs> in a comic. <laughs> Without me having to pay them. I'm rereading it again. It's so good. It's amazing. Um, but <laughs> anyway. sexy dog is so good. <laughs> and so sexy. Spoilers. I don't get that. What is the, the art is great. I need to stop fondling hands. Because I'm miles. dressed as Kira. In, oh, in our Twitter. Right, 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 right. Perfect, perfect. She drew it. Yeah, she drew us from the art. Perfect. Yeah. Pretty anyway. Good, pretty good. Pretty good. Anyway. What is it? So uh, also I misspelled dolphin. Blame just my just blame Miles uh, since it's him talking in the comic. Also I'm illiterate. Thanks for the advice on banks. Uh, practically everyone else uh, I also asked also said <laughs> this TD Bank is, is weird. <laughs> Apparently this was a universal fact I didn't know. Also didn't know you guys live stream. When is the next stream? We have live streamed. I don't know if we could say current tense. Uh, the next one, I don't know. It would probably be after October. Oh, I think I'm busy. 
we got we got to get back into the, the the rhythm of a having guests on and b probably doing more stuff like live streaming putting shit on youtube i think we should do a halloween live stream where we dress in costume and i don't know jackie do not write a check your ass can't cash <laughs> okay okay we're doing it all right halloween live stream you do all the planning i refuse wait i don't know what to be be kira Hmm. <laughs> now that we've gone back and watched the other JoJo stuff, in terms of villains, do you still feel like Akira? Or is there a villain oh, you yeah. feel more like? Really? Because you're a sexual deviant? Um, It's not not because of that. Right. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see, let's see. So she continues. Um, when's the next stream? Uh, I'll smash your like button, baby. <laughs> Not sexually, though. Sorry. And then she put, like, a face. Um, anyway, she says, Since Jackie ma- mentioned that I'm auditioning for the podcast, you guys should have all the emailers live together, like, in Terrace House. This is a good idea. As a competition to see who survives. Uh, of course, we're also not allowed to talk to each other or make eye contact. Right. The same rules of this podcast right. applies. Um, feeling erotic, Michelle. P.S. Jackie, you have good tastes. Agretzko is the best. The Gretzko is pretty great. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, and so she drew us a comic. And in the comic, it's the daddy that we tweeted out uh, last time. We'll, we'll tweet it. We'll tweet it. I got to say, I think... It's so good, I'll, though. I'll probably say this on Twitter, but um, Michelle's making a lot of y'all look bad. One or two of you <laughs> at least has said that you do some OC. Um, no. I'm sure. I'm sure some of you have talent. Leave them alone. No. They can no longer have their value measured by just their emails alone. They have to provide us with OC. With visual content. The only times I've ever... I've, I've tried to make comics before. They've not been as good as Michelle's. Mm. And it's like me as a magical girl or something. That sounds great. Huh? That sounds great. And I love some of your doodles that you do when you watch the show. I Because I only draw women. That's all I do is draw women. I love so women. So that's why I, love I, need girls. To, I need to make like a magical, magical girl comic. I need to make like a no tree and leaf. Can you hear me chewing these nerds? Yeah, you definitely are trying to get heard too. It's so loud in my head. <laughs> I feel that way every day. <laughs> uh, okay, why don't we start summarizing the episode? Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, uh, Michelle, Michelle, for writing thank you. and for the content. Don't stop being who you are. You know what I mean? You Unless just... you want to change. Uh, no, don't. Uh, okay, so... Part one of Miasma of the Void, Villain Ice, blah, 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 really ends up concluding the Darby the Player arc. Yes. Um, yeah, what's up with that? Mm. Well, they uh, don't know how to balance things. I don't know. Maybe they re- they really had all this like generated footage of F-Mega, and they were like, we got to fucking start the Darby arc early and end it late. Mm-hmm. Um, so it picks up in the last baseball game. Yeah. And Jotaro has declared that he's going to, well, he's going to declare his pitches. His hat is off. His hat is off. It's sitting on the TV. He says, hat's off to you. No, he doesn't. And uh, he's like, I'm going to throw this kind of pitch. Well, do you believe me or not? He just says hi and outside. And this is a really smart tactic because if the answer is no, which it is, then he's, you know, there's so many different pitches you can throw in baseball. It's not simply, am I going to throw a left pitch or a right pitch? In which case you could guess, get a 50-50, or he could tell that he's lying and get it correct. So by simply saying, this is what I'm going to do, and lying about it, he has no idea what you're going to do. Because it could mm-hmm. be one of, I don't know, eight, however many pitches there are in that game. Um, 
so Darby immediately starts panicking. Like, he misses the first one, right? And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And he's like, now is when, like, he he, mid, he immediately reveals now his sand power to the user in that he has a kind of soul night vision um, where as long as a question is asked, um, he, he can read the soul, um, like, the answer to a binary question, a yes or no question, 100% of the time. Um, he says, your soul is mine. And he points at the camera. Yeah. And what he sees is just like a night vision. And it's like, yes, 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 yes. Or no, no, no. <laughs> is it like the predator? Like how, what the predator sees? The thermal vision? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Hmm. And it's just, yeah, basically he's asking, he's like verifying it. And it's weird. It's, is it that he has to uh, like poke, that he has to like request the information? Like does his stand ask the soul this or is Jojo putting out there all the yeses? No, you have to ask out loud and... No, I, I, don't, I think some of the questions were not out loud. No, they are. are okay. I don't think they all were. I, I think they all were. I think it was like... Oh, maybe. Know, I don't know, man. It, oh, maybe. Maybe they weren't out loud. Some definitely were. Okay. But, but I'm just saying not all were. Like toward the end when he was getting more flustered, he started asking them out loud. Yeah. <clears throat> Miles, um, what, do you, what do you think of this power? It's weird. And, and it seemed like his stand was also good at fighting earlier. Yeah, we, that, we talked about, or I talked about, how eclectic it is. And that seems to go away. I, I haven't had, re- like, when, once it was revealed, I was like, I don't think that's that useful. I, th- I, th- I, I think, like it. I think it's a useful stand. It's an interesting stand because it's, it. it is fallible, mm-hmm. but it's just frustrating that it's after the whole, I, even if it was just the two, I can read your mind and if you admit defeat, I will turn you into a doll. That's fine. But when it's that and I, this that first power really bothers me where it's like I can grab your arm so therefore you have to gamble against me. Yeah. Yes, the idea is that he's more powerful than his brother because he has these extra stand powers. But the fact that Daniel Darby got everyone into the game by innocently asking Polnareff to play a game and then he has his soul yeah, was, was so cool. much more interesting mm-hmm. than just, hey, my stand's holding you. And then the stand's physical abilities past that are just that it can dodge. Mm. It doesn't have any attack power, really. So it's weird. It's like a physical... Oh, so it's just very fast, but has no... Well, I guess it could, it could quote, you know, it could apparently crush Star Platinum's arm, which you have to be pretty strong to do. Mm-hmm. So there's like a little bit of power there, and it can read minds, yes or no, and it can um, turn you into a doll. And by the way... And it makes him float. Yeah, and it makes him float. And we still never figured out who built this vaporwave basement. <laughs> because I, 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 I know <laughs> I'm going to get ahead of us, but it, I don't think it was Kenny G. Sorry, we don't know that's the name of the fucking character. My bad. Mm, we yeah. don't we don't think it was the room stand person i thought his name was billy jean you thought that because that's for whatever reason they censored it as why is it uh, It doesn't make any sense yeah um so let's back up yeah so darby's getting flustered wait i was gonna say something and now i don't remember what it was what were we talking I'm about sorry. we were talking about the stand and the room who created the room no it wasn't about that tommy was so uh, about how it can crush hands move fast float turn oh, people yeah. into dolls right. read minds Right. And maybe build a vaporwave beach basement because that still isn't explained to right. me. Right. Oh, I, I think I was just thinking about how I want that power. Oh, oh, oh. To build right. a vaporwave beach basement? No. Oh. Well, that would be cool too. But I meant the, the magic eight ball 
power. That's mm. basically what it is, right? Like, yeah, it's like true. yes or no. That would be a cool power. You're right. I like the one where, where, where Jotaro goes, I do, I do, I do, iru, iru. Like, uh, it's not yes or no at that point. Yeah. Well, it's like you go, you, you can go in for a job interview and then you can be like, did I get the job? No, no, no. And you're like, and okay, you're like, is great. It, is it because of that one answer that I gave? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> or you're like, oh man, in the middle of it, you can be like, was that a good answer? No, no, no. Um, I, What I mean was, uh, and then you can like change it up. Um, Heavy, dry swallow. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he starts really losing it, basically. Just like losing to Jotaro pretty big. Yeah. And it's just a series of him trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing. And he's openly being like, you're cheating. And he's like, yeah, I am cheating. Right, well, well, we should just make it clear that what's happening is he's saying that he's going to throw this pitch. And he reads his soul, and the soul says yes. Yes, 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 yes. He keeps saying he's going to throw a straight fastball high and outside. Right, and then what he ends up throwing is something different, mm-hmm. and he can't figure out like the soul. Although is like saying yes, that is the pitch. He's like certain, super certain that that's what he's going to throw. Um, and yet right, he's like, not right, throwing it. Right? Yeah, like f- through the entire His soul time, he is doesn't waver. Lying. Yeah. He doesn't waver, and your soul can't lie because it's your soul. So. Right. So he's annoyed. He knocks the hat off the top of the TV. He inspects yeah. the controllers and stuff, which I have to go back to. He's like, he's cheating. Um, he's like, uh, he's like, hey, Jotaro, are you cheating? And he's like, his soul is like, yes, yes, yes. And yeah, dude. He's like, did you rig the console? No, 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 no. You know, um, and then Jotaro says something like, oh, it's not. Remember what your brother said. It's, he told us it's not cheating if you don't get caught. Right. Um, that's true for everyone out there in uh, relationships. No, that's not no. how that works. Oh, yeah, you're right. Just kidding. Just kidding. There is intimacy on the personal side that you shouldn't jeopardize. You know what I mean? It's not just about how the other person sees you, but it's how you see yourself in that person. So you would only be cheating yourself. Relationship advice. <laughs> don't cheat. True. I also don't, I also don't like cheating in, in anything. Like, I don't think you should cheat in games because that makes it less fun. Um, it's fun sometimes if it's something that other people aren't taking that seriously. What about one-player games and you're frustrated? What about cheat codes? Yeah. That's what he means. Cheat codes are okay. Like in Contra, you don't really get to experience the game if you don't do the 30 lives code. It's just too hard. Cheat codes are okay, but you need to admit to yourself that you couldn't do you it. You need to admit <laughs> defeat in, your, in yeah. your own. You need to admit defeat in your soul, and then the game takes your soul and right. puts you in the game. Konami takes it. Whenever I play yeah. Sims, I always shower my Sim in money. And oh, I go, yeah. I deserve this. You give yourself all the simoleons. <laughs> I've earned this. That's bullshit. <laughs> like, well, you know what? Let's make this realistic. How much do I make in a year? Let me just let me just throw those sim- simoleons. In. That's you know, I, I would have saved this up to buy it before I built my own house, right? <laughs> no. I would have saved this up no, before you I built my pull, own house, and it's like a million dollars. It's like, I had this saved up <laughs> pull your sim up by its simi bootstraps it's an inheritance oh <laughs> uh, okay that's fine it's an inheritance um no fucking... i don't know i don't know anybody who would give me an inheritance so <laughs> so jotaro uh then uh starts like really kicking ass and hits home runs when it's his turn to bat because the fucking lie stand isn't going to uh help darby figure out what the fuck how he's going to hit the ball that's just skill darby is like also freaking 
out. Yep. Like he's losing it. The Darby brothers happening. are not good under pressure, both of them. No. Um, and then he accidentally, I think it's really funny, he just, I almost think, like it's a fart, he lets out Kakuin's soul. He's like, oh shit. Yeah, well I think that for them it's like, it's always been so easy, like they've mm-hmm. always won so easily. Maybe they've just never defeated anybody who had a stand or who was smart. Yeah. You know? I think so. So like the, like when it when it became an actual challenge, they didn't know what to do because they were always cheating. And These Joe boys are cunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So eventually, yeah, he loses. He lets out Kaku and Soul, which at that point, they could have just jumped up and beat the shit out of him because, you know what I mean? He does yeah. not have a hold on anything. He released his arm, released Kaku and Soul, but instead they kind of go through it. Joseph goes over to Kaku and he's like, hey, snap out of it. <laughs> he was just dead, my dude. <laughs> um, and then Darby notices that there are purple, hermit purple vines on one of the controllers. Dun, dun, and dun. I'm a little confused about this because he inspected the controller. So was it a different terminal that it was hooked up to? Or was Joseph just smartly like... He inspected the controller? Earlier, he, he inspected the console and the controller. So was mm. Joseph just like quickly like deactivating his stand and taking it back on? Um. Especially even when he just stood up to look at, at Jotaro and Joseph. Would he have not noticed what Joseph was doing? And I'm fine with the answer that Joseph was probably just turning his stand off and on again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but just I, not clear. Yeah, and so I love this uh, this resolution. I think it's a great mind game. I love yeah. to see Joe Stars cooperate, um, and it's it's brilliant. It's how, how do you defeat a mind reader? Well, don't don't use your mind. You know, right? Use someone else's mind. But they had to have like basically they had to have both come to this conclusion and like because they didn't verbally say like mm-hmm. you know Jotaro didn't say like. Hey, Joseph, why don't you... You know, right. like, they, he didn't spell it out for him. This so. was some Sister Act mind-melding stuff. Yeah. I, sister Act? Yeah, because they've got the twin connection. You mean Sister Sister? Sister Act is a nun movie with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember any kind of cooperation like that. Yeah, you know? I was like, I, didn't, I haven't seen that movie in a while. Maybe there's mind She's telekinesis to teach them to sing. <laughs> that, that's telepathy, but whatever. Um, you're 0 for 2. Damn it. Um, wait, wait, wait. So which one were you actually referring to? Sister, sister. Tia and Tamara Mallory. Do they, did they have a mind melt in that? Because they've got the twin connection, so they sort oh. of like... Mm. I mean, you could have okay. gestured it. You know, Jotaro could have tilted the controller towards Joseph, or maybe Joseph just started putting his vines on the controller, and Jotaro's like, right, exactly. Mm. Mm. Um, but we have seen them read each other's minds. Underwater. Uh, yeah, that's sort of murky. Mm. I don't know what's up with that. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just, I like, I like this a lot. I like this solution. Um, yeah, and at the end, uh, I think um, uh, Darby asked something like, "Oh, like have you for- like something about forgiving, like or could you ever forgive me?" Something like that. And Jotaro's like, his soul is like, "Nope." And th- basically, it's a lot of like, "Are you gonna hit me with your right fist? No, 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 no. Are you gonna hit me with your left fist? No, 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 no. Both." Yes, 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 yes. Are you yes. going to do the aura aura thing? He's like, yes, yes. <laughs> and oh no, I'm sorry. Joseph goes, yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> like he's tired of and it. And he's just aura aura and then immediately retired. Like the narrator is like retired. And he's, he can't defend himself at all? No. He, bre- he breaks um, through the wall. He gets aura through walls. He could maybe have his stand, but his stand just dodges it. They could have just hit him before. I don't know why Jotaro didn't hit him to begin with in that hallway. Whatever. What a dummy. Um, I was going to say, by the way, technically, if you ask Jotaro, who is not controlling the, the, the pitcher, are you going to throw it high and outside? He should say no, because he's not throwing it. He's not telling the truth if he knows that he's not actually throwing the pitch. The answer should be no. 
And then he mm. says, shit, he's telling the truth. But then he still doesn't know what the pitch is because Joseph is throwing it. Maybe the, the mm. way that the question was phrased was like, is it going to be? Mm. Or something like that. But then he still can't answer yes because he doesn't know. Hmm. Well, maybe he was like, this is what I intend to throw, but I'm not throwing it. I don't know. I guess. But maybe he was using truth? a different controller. Because he, pro- like, you know, like still, maybe they, but still, he maybe knows he, was, he was using the player two controller, but the player two controller was like unplugged and he was just like, that would you work know, then if, he, if he asked, are you going to press the A button? And maybe he was he, like, yes, but he's not. He knows he's not throwing the pitch. Maybe he didn't realize Joseph was manipulating the controller. Oh, uh, okay. It's not a lie if he you just knew it. He knew something was going on. Yeah. Okay, it could be that because they didn't explicitly state. He said, he, like, they, they knew they were going to fuck around, but they didn't know what. It's something. That just bothered me a little bit. So, and I did confirm. Hey, I looked it up. Take it easy. Thanks, man. Um, that... The next, the room stand did create this beach basement. Um, I think just the way it's edited, it doesn't quite show it dissipate at Which the right stand? time. There's a stand coming up that Abdul and Popol and Iggy Iggy encounter. kills him. Um, so they get out of the basement, right? Uh, you mean the Billy Jean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's pretend that's what it is. Um, but in between, don't we cut over to Dio and Vanilla Ice, right? Yes, so Dio is like... Hey, Vanilla Ice, why do you think Darby lost? Sorry, Cool Ice. I think its subtitle mm, is Cool mm, Ice. Mm, 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 mm. Dio is like, why do you think Darby lost? And then he's like, come in, Vanilla Ice. And then he's like, Dio is like, they, some, oh yeah, these these Joe stars, they they will risk their life to defeat me. Um, they're, these fools have the notion that it's important that they kill me. And... Oh, um, fucking Darby wasn't ready to die, and that's why he lost. Um, and he goes to, I don't know, something about. Doesn't he ask Vanilla Ice? Like, does he, oh, he explain yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so he's like, you know, you have to die for me. So he prefaces it. He, he says, you need to, like, you know, die for me in order to win. And then he's like, Oh, I'm thirsty. I need blood. Well, because he's like, he's like, I only need a little bit more to finally heal this body. Yeah. I still have this cut, this like wound between the head and the body. Yeah. He's like, Ice, will you give me some blood? And Ice cuts off his own head. Yeah. Which is a lot. Which is really cool. But by the way, didn't Dio say, I need to take Joseph's blood and Vanilla Ice is like, yeah, I got it. And it's like, no, that's not Mm. what I asked for. Well, Ice cuts off his head. He puts the blood in a bucket and <laughs> fucking Dio is like, I cannot accept this. And it's like, well, he's already fucking dead. And like, you know, but uh, he he brings this guy back to life with his own blood because his vampire blood is a healing magical blood. It can do Our a lot. blood is an awesome blood it brings. No. What is that? What are you doing? Life. I don't like it. Uh, Our God is an awesome God, which I have no business knowing. Why do you know it? Because Jews have an espionage uh, division that spy on Christians in America. And I'm part of it. They would just let you in. No, they wouldn't. I went to Catholic school, so I know some songs. Cool. I also went to a public school that taught us, like, Christmas songs for some reason Mm. in the chorus. Don't like it. Vanilla Ice is wearing some high-waisted panties. He looks like a gymnast from the 1996 Olympics. He's not wearing any pants. 
They really th- ratcheted up the hearts thing too. He's got hearts all over. Everybody's got hearts. Yeah, he just has straight up no pants. Like no, everyone's embarrassed or scared to tell him because he's got a terrifying stand that looks like skull with horns that sucks itself. You don't think they're yeah. like, you know what though? He's got great legs. They might be. I, people at Dio's Mansion are not really typical in terms of dressing. They might be like, that's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have that interaction, and that basically shows us how creepy uh, Vanilla Ice is. And then we see his stand cream comes out, who is horrifying looking. And then, I, look, I don't his understand. stand's cream? Cream. I don't understand this stand. Oh, yeah, by the way, cream and the other stand that we kind of hinted at are the only two stands in this arc that are not named after tarot or Egyptian gods. I was about to ask. Uh, really? Cream's not an Egyptian god. Right. Oh. It's a super group with Eric Clapton. That's right. Mm, so, th- so... Once we're done with the Egyptian gods. Wait, what about Darby? Oh, no, he's not a stand. Okay, so you're saying the stands. Okay. Well, no, Darby had Atum, the, right, the Egyptian right, god. Right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. so, so it's just these two in the mansion. So that, now is when he starts with the musical references for the stands. Right. Mm. Um, fucking, um, what was I going to say? I've been so, waiting so then we see, for you. Dun, dun, dun. So, the, so the cream um, eats himself. Cream! Because that's what he does. Wait, is it a reference to the band or the Wu-Tang Clan song? I think at this point it would be the band. Mm. It's not C.R.E.A.M. Um, he like jams his legs in his own mouth and eats himself. The stand is cool. But it here's is cool. Okay, here's the thing. It looks like a... Like, you remember in like middle school, those like sweatshirts with like skulls and like fire coming out Like and no stuff. fear? I don't know. I, I don't think, know what... I think you... Or like Jinko or something? Things like that. Hmm. Just like Listeners, write like in and tell us if you're a art, 90s kid. Art with like... That was like scary skulls Uh-huh. Hot fire. topic shit. Maybe. Well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> There's a name for those S's that we used to draw. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I forget what it is. Do though. kids nowadays draw those S's? They might. Write in if you are uh, if you were born after 1995 and still know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't turned this off by now. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. Um, so, oh, right, right, right. So he starts eating himself and Dio is like, hey man, open the door if you're going to leave. Yeah, because he blows thought, a hole through the door. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> it was funny, but... I don't understand this stand. So eating yourself, I don't know if I talked about it on the OVAs, you wouldn't completely disappear. Like vanilla, like cream should just be a fat stomach because it's filled with its own body and the top of a head that's eaten, you know, because its mouth has to still be present and then his body has to be sucked in. So it's like he has this empty deletion uh, New Jersey Turnpike um, blackness inside him mm-hmm. because he says, just like the hand later, he says, I don't know where mm. things inside my dimension go. And I thought of mm-hmm. Miles' joke about going to the New Jersey Turnpike. Mm. It's probably the same deal. Um, and Yeah, there's got to be some sort of comic or something where it's like the hand high-fiving cream floating around. Um, you don't think it makes sense that the mouth eats itself? No, it makes no it sense whatsoever. I think yeah, it but doesn't it look cool enough for you to not care? It looks cool <laughs> enough, but then I'm sort of like, well, okay, it's not that he's eating the stuff that he deletes because he's just sort of floating around as an orb that erases mm. in 360. That's true. Also, if he's eating himself, why isn't his self erased? Is it that if he took like one step backwards, he'd be like, whoa, and be erased? I think... what It's two powers in Him one. and Vanilla Ice are the only people who can travel in and out of the realm. 
Mm. He is the door. So he's always close to the door. Mm-hmm. So you can always go step in or step out of the door. You can always you are the door. Exit the turnpike because he has an easy pass. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but doesn't right. he hit that one stretch where it's like, no, no exit for 15 miles. And you're like, fuck, um, I got to pee. Um, NJ pod. I like that. They gave it they, <laughs> super relevant to our listeners. They gave it to people drive on highways. <laughs> I like they gave it a weakness later, but it's still, it just, it doesn't make any sense. It's cool as fuck. It's scary. Anyway, then we cut back to, uh, Abdul and Polnareff and Iggy. And they're like, we should have set this place on fire by now. Ah. <laughs> it's been more than 10 minutes. Like Joseph asked, <laughs> but instead they decide to go inside the mansion. Right. Cause, and then Abdul notices like, you know, this place is such like a labyrinth. I don't really know how we would do that or something. And then he pulls this power out of his ass that I don't like. Wait, not yet. Oh? Because uh, first, um, Abdul is like, hey, if any of you guys get hurt, I'm not going to save you. And he was like, we shouldn't save each other if any of us gets hurt because we need to just keep going. This is a good we, point. We can't all get ourselves killed um, if we all save each other because, you know, you get hurt and then I go and save you and then I get hurt and then Iggy goes and saves me and then Iggy gets hurt and then we're all hurt and we're all dead and fuck and then we all lose. That's verbatim, actually. Jackie's quoting it verbatim. I'm quoting it. I wrote it all down. That's what he said. You said um, it in English, too. <laughs> he went, fuck, we're all dead. <laughs> um, I think this is a good point, right? Like, if you get injured, and you know, you don't want the enemy to be able to use you as, like, a bargaining chip, as bait for the other one. Mm. Should we agree to do that for this podcast? I was thinking that. Were you really? I was not thinking that at all. <laughs> really? You weren't? Because I no, definitely was. No, what the was. fuck does that have to do with this? I was going to say, like, you know, Mark, if you get hurt, I'm not going to save you. And then if I get because then if I get hurt saving you... Well, Miles is not going to say So if Miles gets hurt, <laughs> and then you get hurt saving Miles, and then I try to save you, and now we're all hurt, What do you guys dead. think we do? Uh, this podcast is very dangerous. We just order Thai food and talk about anime. That's it. <laughs> um, so we have, We've made a lot of enemies. <laughs> it's true. All over the globe. So they go in, and Abdul is like, this place is pretty labyrinthine. I don't know how we would have managed to figure out how to burn this place all the way down and then he's like let me put out i forget what he calls it it's like a six pointed orb of fire and he's like right so magician's red just has this new power all of a sudden that he's never used before and never uses again it's a floating like radar thing it's like a jack it's yeah it looks like if you ever play jacks and it's I don't, he's just like, it can sense breathing and skin stuff and organisms. And I'm like, why not just say that it, since it's heat, it it's, can detect other heat and wind. Right? It looks like a candelabra. Yeah. How does, it, the fire just detects things. It's Hamon. I think it's Hamon. Magical bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> Magical it's Hamon. bullshit. It's like he, he has a, he has a jack projectile that is Hamon. Yeah. Um, fucking... Yeah, so he puts that out there and he doesn't detect anything, I don't think, right? Or he does he detect something? Um it um it detects something. And then it starts singing be our guest. No, it doesn't. Oh. Because um somebody smacks a pillar and the little guy falls out. Iggy does. Iggy jumps up and with the fool oh, with the slashes fool. at the pillar, we see the pillar crack and they're like, What? And then this dude falls out. And they're like, he is retired. And his name was Kenny G. And his stand name was Tenor Sax. 
Wow. Well, for some reason, they censored it to be Billie Jean. Which, which is still a thing. I don't think Kenny G famously played. Like, I think he plays an alto famously. I think you're right. And uh, Araki said that he wrote this part because he wanted to just have some rest between battles, but he feels bad because he likes Kenny G and he apologizes in hindsight that the character was so dispensable. Name Aww. one Kenny G song, Araki. When he held a note for like 10 minutes. <laughs> what songs does... Oh, yeah, I don't know any Kenny G songs. Smooth jazz bullshit. Yeah, it is smooth jazz bullshit. That's I think right. the most famous thing he did was um, he played Old Lang Syne, and like they would play clips from it was for the new millennium, and they'd play clips from the twentieth century over it of people talking, famous mm. people, not just regular people. Just people, it's just great. us. <laughs> Um, uh, so that, with that happen after that happens, the labyrinth kind of fades away, and we just see that they're in a regular ass room. Mm, so, so Kenny G was the one that created the vaporwave basement. Yeah. So we don't really see it like dissipate at the same time, but we know that that half of the gang gets out uh, because they saw the crack in the wall actually when they knocked fucking mm. Darby through it. So yeah, Jotaro, Joseph, and Kakuin get out of. I think they're now they're in just like a regular wine cellar or something. Uh, because the beach is gone or they crawl out of the beach um so they're just like well that was a shitty stand or or whatever but and then abdul looks on the pillar something is written i don't know who wrote it i don't get this but it's on the pillar is written it says after you see this you will turn around you will turn around and you will die die I was a little confused by this at first because i forgot that the kanji goes from right to left and i was it just doesn't. like just read it <laughs> doesn't go right to left. I mean, it, it doesn't go vertical. left to right. Because mo- his hand is covering the left side of it. Yeah, if it's written vertically, then the lines, the vertical lines are right to left, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember how it was written, so And I was possible. just like, why don't you just finish reading it, my dude? <laughs> right, right. But he has to move his thumb, and under his thumb it says, die. So Abdul no- real- realizes this, takes it very seriously. He doesn't brush it off as some kid writing shit down. Yeah, but Abdul is like, this is weird. I read this. And there's no change. My flame bullshit hasn't detected anything. Um, Iggy didn't smell anything because Iggy, Iggy killed uh, Kenny G before because Iggy has a dog nose and smelled. Iggy is a dog. That's right. If we've learned anything, it's <laughs> Iggy that Iggy is, is a, a dog. dog. So that gives Iggy some extra dog powers. Um, what like, are some other dog powers? Um, Ass sniffing. (laughs) Well, Iggy has some farting abilities that are impressive. Um, But uh, sense of smell, sense of hearing, uh, sense of farting. I think that's it. Yeah, the good hearing. That's Um, plenty. It's tons. Um, And also being just cute and small. mm -hmm. That's a power. So Abdul realizes that something is coming towards him. He doesn't know how they didn't detect it. And he pushes Polnareff and Iggy out of the way. I will say it doesn't really matter, but the way it's drawn, it looks like he didn't need to push them at all. It looks like it was definitely coming for him. I was confused the whole, like, for Oh, this. yeah, you were confused. I think you're right. I was also tired. But regardless, the idea is that he at least tries to, or does, save their lives. He protects them by pushing them out of the way, and he gets orbed. He gets his body cut off. His body is... From de- his hands. It's deleted, and just his hands just flop to the ground. Um... And it's so sad how confused Polnareff is by this because Polnareff is like, Abdul, where did you go? Where are you? Abdul has to spend the rest of the episode like a double cousin it from the Adams family. What? You know that little hand? That's not cousin it, that's thing. God, I suck at references. Cousin it has the hair in front yeah, of the face. Yeah, cousin it is the hair. I didn't watch anything <laughs> ever. E- ever. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe stay in your lane. Ooh. My lane is 
It's nothing. Yeah. Get on that shoulder. I watched this anime though. Oh, that's good. You should be you should be like this is like when Abdul got his arms cut off. <laughs> um so it's really sad cuz Abdul is just deleted. He's yeah. like oh he went to to this dimension but Iggy is sweating. Iggy's freaking out. Uh, Polnareff can't believe it. I'm watching him. Yeah. He doesn't quite make it through all the different stages of grief, but he's definitely in denial at the beginning here. Um yeah. and he's asking Vanilla Ice or whatever, you know, whatever happened. He doesn't know what this cream vanilla ice thing is. He's asking what happened to the room. Vanilla Ice is like he's been dis- the disintegrated i don't know where this void in my mouth leads um but abdul is there and he's meadowlands and he's dead doom that's what it is exit 15x or something right there yeah Mm. you got it the user is inside the mouth this by the way miles when you say that they're left they it it leads to new jersey you're referencing what uh uh is it john malkovich yes john malkovich Oh, that's a reference. I didn't even know that. Okay. I just wanted to make sure, because it didn't seem like you knew that. You thought it was an, a Miles original. And yeah. so I no, just it's wanted definitely to, not. I just now to I don't sure like it. You knew that this was not a Miles original. When they eject it from back. his head, they land on the side of the New Jersey Turnpike. Ugh. Right. So I, I feel like that's something you should have gotten, though. You're not funny. Being John Malkovich, yeah. I got that reference. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Thanks. I am glad. Thanks for being supportive, Mark. Um, so yeah, Vanilla Ice shows up and is like, Abdul's dead. And then he eats his arms just to kind of taunt them. He puts them in his mouth. On just... the plus side, you get this dream team though. Paul Nareff and Iggy. Polgi. Mm. Polgi. Ignareff. Mm. Um, and then is this where he starts to... T- so so Paul Nareff is like freaking out. He's like, he can't believe that Abdul is dead. And then it's the end of this episode and we go to the next episode. See you guys later. Uh, Bye. No. Give me one sec. I want to take a break, put my teeth in. Uh, okay. And we're back. We're back. A to dinosaur story. Uh, so now we're going to talk about the Murder of the Void part two. Now we have Polnareff and Iggy are encountering Banida Ice, or Cool Ice. He has heart earrings, too. I wrote that down. Oh. He has heart earrings. I, I guess, too, because hearts everywhere, but Polnareff's earrings kind of look like broken hearts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so what happens so here? Do, Pol- do they just start running away? Polnareff is still freaking out about Abdul. He's like, don't lie to me. Uh, Polnareff attacks with Silver Chariot. And um, our friend Vanilla Ice is very fast, I guess. He's shocked at how fast Silver Chariot is because he gets behind him. Mm. And he's like, I didn't know it had this much range or speed. And then the user and the stand disappear. And Polnareff is like angry at uh abdul for dying he's like you said you wouldn't save me you liar like you said that you you know but he but but abdul like saved them so he's uh, like yeah it wasn't quite the same thing i mean it's not like they were injured and he went back for them but it is a case of abdul saving his life twice and well, dying twice abdul killed himself basically he was like your lives are more important than mine and he killed himself i mean he, did, he didn't know he was gonna die he was just trying to save them even if it meant he was gonna get hurt so it was, but it's like somebody was going to get hurt in that situation, right? Yes. You could either let them get hurt or let yourself get hurt. But I thought what he had said was, if you get hurt, I will not help you. Meaning like, if you're dead weight, forget it. Well, according to Paul Nareff here, who I agree with, uh, he was basically like, I'm like, we're like in it for ourselves, basically. Yeah. He said Abdul had 
gone back on his word. Yeah. Yeah, I think he misinterpreted it as well. <laughs> okay. It just doesn't <laughs> make right. sense because it's like, what are you saying? Oh, we're not going to team up. We're not going to help each other. No, he's saying if you're hurt, it's too it's too lost a cause to go back. Why would they write this then? Why would Anarchy they write is super inconsistent? Why would they write the conversation with like? I'm going to do this. You're, you're, I'm not going to save you guys. And then have Abdul save save them. And then have Polnareff say, you said you weren't going to save me if it wasn't supposed to be all tied together. I think it's a bad decision. I don't think that is smart. I think Araki forgot what he wrote because it doesn't make sense. Because Abdul specifically states that he will not like, it's not no man left behind. He will not help you if you get hurt. He didn't say, I will not save you. I will not attempt to move you out of harm's way. If he did that, it would be perfect. I don't know, Mark. But it's not. I think I'm going to go with what the evidence suggests. That Jackie, that's what Which we is, all think we're doing. That's true. Yeah, but, but you're a dummy. Right. Thanks, Thanks Miles. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Polnareff is angry at Abdullah, and for good reason, regardless of what he said. He's angry and manly. Just to point that out. These are, these are, man, these are manly emotions. Yes. These are aggressive, testosterone-filled emotions you know it's funny because i i do think it is sort of a cheap mechanic to be like your friend died and now you're angry and it's emotional with the swelling of music yeah but it did remind swelling. me that, that when swelling swelling swollen balls swollen that when miles well, was like i i don't like i'm getting tired of the monster of the week format it's like i think more what i understand is that we were missing this burning passion blood that we had kind of forgotten for a while because the monster of the week stuff didn't really have that you know, not just the fact that it wasn't moving the story forward, right? But it wasn't as heavy an investment. Yeah, the stakes were not high. Right. Yeah, the stakes weren't as high. And so this was really refreshing, even though it's very sad. I don't like seeing Abdul die. I don't like seeing anyone good die. Nobody had to die. I mean, there's a lot of characters. We know that Araki is going to kill somebody. He killed the fucking protagonist of part one. And the True. friends. So when you got like six motherfuckers here, like someone's got to go. True. Um, and if he keeps writing, he'll have to kill everyone mm-hmm. because of time. Yep. It's true. Time. Um, so now um, the pillar that like suddenly a hole appears in a pillar in the pillar that's like behind them. Oh, wait. No, no. It's because it's Polnareff is thinking about Abdul and he's crying and then he sinks to his knees to be even more upset. And then a yeah. hole appears where his head was and he's like. Uh. Oh, it's because Abdul is helping me because I'm thinking about him. And so, you know, he slinked uh, oh, down. Oh, yes. He's like, Abdul is telling me to fight. Yeah. Abdul is telling me not to give up. So Paul Nerev believes in some sort of afterlife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we don't know where he is. He might be screaming with no arms in some New Jersey turnpike dimension. <laughs> Isn't that awful? <laughs> New Jersey turnpike dimension would be the worst dimension. <laughs> uh, I, turnpike's not that bad. No, I'm I'm specifically thinking of just like the Linden area. No, most of the turnpike is bad. I don't know. There's worse for sure. Um, I hate 280. Anyway, and then we see the rolly ball, and the rolly ball rolls in the air, and it's the big eraser. And then they run. So Polnareff and not Pol- yeah Polnareff. Yeah, Polnareff and Iggy. Polnareff and Iggy run, and they run, and they run, and they run, and they they're like Abdul saved us because he thought that we could defeat Dio. Um, and they're like, we can't betray him. And then they're um, running seemingly toward the exit. They are running seeming. They are running seemingly. They are running toward the exit, but they don't exit. But they don't exit. Yeah. Polnareff tells us, the audience, that he is not a pussy. Basically, (laughs) 
He's like, this is where we would exit, but I'm not going to exit. He's like, I know what you're thinking, okay? But more, I think it's just a better strategic decision. You know, now that there's like several lives at stake still in the mansion, and obviously everybody at stake under Dio's and Vanilla Ice's wrath, but they're saying we're the only ones who know anything about this enemy. You know what I mean? Mm. We're the ones who have experience for it. Why would they run towards the exit and maybe, then maybe not he- exit? Maybe Polnar of subconscious at first was like, you should just go back to where you came yeah. from. And, France, and which then, is France. And that's why he's talking it out. He's like, no, I won't run away. Mm. What does he say in uh, Evangelion? Kombawa. <laughs> no. Kombawa. <laughs> we haven't watched it in like a week. We finished it. Oh, uh, yeah? You caught up? Yeah. I think, I think October will be the next batch of episodes. October 9th. Not that I. Whoa. Oh, we'll That's watch amazing. JoJo's do, do and then we'll to, watch. Uh, and then we'll watch Terrace House. Do you want me to give you the uh, original series uh, episodes? I got them. Yes. All right. Are you? You're. You're all caught up, except for the. What's up? Old, all caught up. Yes. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> wow, you've learned so much. <laughs> Um, so yeah, what happens? I forget what happens after Polnar and Iggy decide not to run away. So they decide not to run, and then Vanilla Ice was like waiting for them right outside the exit, and he was like, "Oh, I thought they were gonna exit, uh, and that's it." And then they're like, "How are we gonna defeat him?" I, I guess uh, uh, fucking Polnar is like, "How are we gonna delete? How are we gonna defeat them? Him?" Does this mean Araki likes Vanilla Ice as an artist? Yes. Yeah, to a degree. Mm. Yes. <laughs> okay he's he's okay um but yeah what, let me look up i wrote down you know stands in a fighting stance okay so they are like they're in a room oh yeah they strike a cool ass pose they strike a oh, pose oh, oh um polnara iggy is on top of polnara their that, stands are out before that one polnara is like but i'm gonna stay and fight we also see iggy get motivated and iggy stops and we see his tail hanging loop like loosely off his butt and then it goes hard into a point and is like stiff and straight up. And we know we're like, yeah, Iggy is serious too. Because yeah, he has Iggy. a tail boner. Yeah. But yeah, then they strike this cool pose where like Polnareff is looking one way and Iggy is on his back and looking the other way. On his shoulder. I was kind of hoping that while Iggy was on his shoulder, he would fart because his butt Aww. was pretty close to Polnareff's mm. face. That would be great. And they're like, we'll, we'll kill him when he shows himself. And, um, and Chance... Some reason they say something like chariot is the chariot is fast because Polnareff is upset. So I guess chariot is faster when Polnareff is. I guess. Angry. Yeah, he's like Goku. He powers up when he's upset. But the fucking, I don't know. I wrote down he's in the crack under my cream. Foot. Is cream is under the floor. So he's and in he the crack. pops up and rips off the top uh, chunk of Polnareff's foot. The toe, the foot. The he like toes and almost the ball of his foot come off. Oh man! And it's a pretty nasty wound. Um and yeah, I took the foot. I took his foot so he couldn't run. And what does this say? Things a came mess. Excuse me. Let me see this. Things, things a soak a, a mess. Mm. Things, things are becoming a mess or things something? Things soak a mess. You were falling asleep around this time. I was definitely like... Just let's, let's go over it. What's the next one? a mess. Um, flash of Dio reading. Yes, they're making all this noise. And we know that the other Stardust Crusaders are like, there's walls breaking in the mansion somewhere. But we also see Dio... And Dio is like looking around like, huh? Like Dio's reading his book. Which What do you think he's reading? I was wondering that too. <laughs> I, I I really want to know. I think it's... um. He's reading Matilda. 
<laughs> I think maybe it's like Tuesday. I would love if he was reading Matilda. Tuesdays He's with Maury. The Big Friendly Giant. Uh, chicken Soup for the Vampire Soul. James, have James. you read Tuesdays with Maury? No. It sucks. James it sucks. James. He's reading Where the Red Fern Grows. I wanted to say James and the Giant Peach. Okay. Sorry. I hope he's reading something like that. Just to balance out the, all the, the joy. evil stuff. All the evil stuff and the sex stuff. The joy of tidying up or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah he's you said chicken that. soup before? Yeah. Yeah. He holds up like this like drained vampire hoe that he has. And he's like, does this inspire joy? He's and reading. He's like, no. And he throws it out. What is that? Marie Harry. Kondo? I think so. He's reading Harry Potter. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> That's good. Um, anyway. Uh, so, uh, I don't know, Dio, Dio, in quotes, comes out and he says some things, but it turns out to be a sand Dio. Sand Dio. So, Iggy Stand can use sand and float and attack and create clones mm-hmm. that talk. Yes, and sound exactly like someone that Iggy presumably has never met. Paul Nareff has met him. Maybe he was throwing his voice ventriloquism style. I guess so. It's mm. weird. And he's like, why are you being so noisy? Or do you need help? I, what is he? I don't remember what he does. He just dresses Vanilla Ice. And Vanilla Ice is like, don't worry, sir. I'll take care of it. They're in the stairs. How are they in the stairs? Paul Nareff and... and um, I don't get that either. How are they in the stairs? I do like not get that. The That's a good point. One bit. I, I think, like, did Iggy make, like, a false set of stairs and they're inside the sand stairs? Maybe. I don't know. It's a lot of sand. Yeah, the fool really pulls out um, all the stops here with the, yeah. But Vanilla Ice figures it out because he's like, uh, Dio would have never come in here with the sunlight showing because the sunlight Which, was showing. also, why are you here, Vanilla Ice, if the sunlight is showing? Because heads up, you're a vampire. figured it out. He's not a vampire yet because he's still alive. Yeah. Wait, what? That's the thing. So, um, so Dio use the blood to make him alive so he's alive and unless someone kills him when when they kill him is when he becomes a vampire but he's not a vampire yet that doesn't make any sense that is how his fucking head came off that's how it's written like he he's definitely not a vampire at this point because they're in a sunlit room yeah he's not a vampire right now but he becomes a vampire once he's dead it's like uh it's like because polnareff is like have you noticed your body's changing which i guess that means that it's a slower process than we think yeah, but yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. It, I don't think it activates it when Polnareff kills him. Because, like, he was dead and now he's alive. So, like, some process has already taken place. I guess, technically, if you could perfectly reattach someone's head, they'd still be alive. Because it was pretty quick. No, well, later on, when he, when Polnareff is like, you, don't, you didn't notice a change in your body? Yeah. When, when that happens, Polnareff, they realize that he... It started when Polnareff stabbed him in the mouth or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, because he says, I stabbed you in your brainstem. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so the sand clone goes to attack Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice smacks the sand clone and destroys it. Right, right, And he's like, well, he's like, you know, th- I know this isn't Dio because Dio wouldn't be out in the sunlight. And plus, Dio trusts me. He would not come here and check up on me because he trusts me, which is cute. And then he's so upset that he had to destroy... Even a false image of Dio. Wow. He finds Iggy and punches him, doesn't erase him with his stand, which Polnareff comments on. He just hit him, knocks Iggy into a wall across the room, and then walks over to him and just kicks the crap out of him. Just kicks him and kicks him and kicks him. And I think this guy is such a loser because how are you going to, like, let, I don't know, like, cut your own head off for somebody and then be mad about 
like hurting their image like get a life he's pretty big dork and he does this and this whole thing is added for the anime where he's like dogs don't have souls and whatever and then later they're like yes he does he has a stand which it's not necessary and it extends the whole kicking scene yeah i didn't like this painful scene. it was hard to watch it's too much especially uncensored and stuff i didn't like it because we watched it on hulu I think it was it was uncensored on Crunchyroll too. Um, they, they do not care about dog violence. Wow. Um, Crunchyroll, get it together. So Vanilla Ice almost kills Iggy. Iggy is on the verge of death. Polnareff notes that his ribs may be broken and piercing his lungs, which surprisingly accurate medical knowledge, Polnareff. <laughs> um, and then I know that he. I wrote down sand detector. Well, Polnareff then goes to stab at Vanilla Ice. And I think at least by this point, he's caught him once or twice. He's cut him a little bit. But he goes invisible. He eats himself and vanishes. And then Polnareff says at some point, he may have already done this. He's like, Iggy, thank you for helping me learn where Vanilla Ice is. Because he kicks all of the fool's sand into the air. uh, Or just some sand in general, which lets us see where cream is going and i think this is pretty smart because if he has to erase everything you would see in his path you'd see uh, all of the sand he's erasing um true, true, true. as he's traveling through it and what we learn because of this is that polnareff is like well as soon as he reveals himself because he has to look and see where i am i'll stab him so he just can't touch him while he's moving around but while he's moving around he can't see polnareff so he eventually reveals himself and is this where polnareff stabs him in the mouth yes he stabs him through the tongue and through his fucking head, and through his brainstem, and another instance of Paul Nerf being able to see inside the body. What? Because he can also tell that Iggy's lungs are being pierced. Right. By his bone. Yeah. Yeah. He can feel a brainstem. He went to medical school. Um, and then Vanilla Ice somehow gets out of that. He somehow, uh, or he grabs Polnareff's arm like he's still alive. And yeah, like, and he starts what? like striking it at the elbow like he's going to break Polnareff's arm. Yeah, he's like karate chopping it. Mm-hmm. And Polnareff eventually realizes, you know, like, that I don't know is. if he already lost a chunk of his leg at this point, but he gets hit in the, f- he gets hit a little bit here too. And yeah, I'm sorry, he has to let him go. I he was, lets go. I'm too tired to write notes. I just wrote down Pol's thigh. Yep, his thigh <laughs> came off. It was gross. Mm. It was weird, though, because it didn't get erased. It, like, came off. Whatever. Um, so now Polnareff can't really escape. His big fucking toes are missing. He's got a chunk out of his thigh missing. Um, something else may have been hurt, like his arm is hurt a little bit. And now I think Vanilla starts spiraling. Right. Spiro-gyroing. Um, basically, since he doesn't want to reveal himself... Vanilla Ice decides, well, I don't know exactly where Polnareff and Iggy are in the room at this point. So I'm going to just use my stand to cover the entire room. In a spiral. And I'll just start from the outside and I'll just spiral spiral inward. Which in a is smaller pretty smart. and smaller circles. Because right. Polnareff is too weak to just get out of the circle. Um, right. Which, by the way, unlucky for Vanilla Ice that he happens to leave Polnareff right in the center. You know what I mean? I'm sure you don't think Paul Nerf like inched his way there. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, so Paul Nerf is worried because he sees Iggy um, and Iggy is in the way of the stand uh, that's going to be there, but he can't use silver chariot to move Iggy because Paul Nerf is too injured to move silver chariot uh, that, that quickly. And Iggy is then trying to help Polnareff because Polnareff is realizing, or, or does he move Iggy? Yeah, he eventually gets somehow gets Iggy to move or he moves himself out of the way. He jumps back onto the tracks that were already made, um, parts of the floor that uh, Cream already covered. 
So Iggy is now safe, but Iggy is trying to help Polnareff, and Polnareff is like, mm-hmm. stop, you're going to die. You don't right. have much energy left. Um, Polnareff is like, how will I dodge? Oh, yeah, he gives himself a quiz. One, A, will I counterattack? Two, get saved. Will a friend come and save me? <laughs> save me. Or three, reality is cruel. Yeah. Which is great. Which is always the option. And that's also what I think whenever they're in a dangerous situation. I'm like, how will they get out of it this time? Either they're smart, their friend comes in, the friend that you forgot about comes and helps, or reality is cruel. Yeah. And what happens is this this uh, second episode actually ends as the cream miasma whatever ball is coming at Polnareff. And Polnareff is like, well, goodbye, Iggy. I'm going to die. And we see his earring fall to the ground. Well, he chooses option one. He says, I'm going to do something smart. Uh, and I don't know what he does. He uses his power. No, I don't know. He tries to use his stand to like drag him out of the way. Yeah. But it doesn't work. And Iggy is weak, and pull blast dead is what I wrote down. Yeah, he's in the way of the ball. I thought he was going to die. Um, so the next... Because episode. for this part of the OVA, if you recall, I was drunk and sleepy. Oh. Aww. I know that they like fall down to the floor, and eventually I think he cuts Vanilla Ice's head off, or he dies when he stabs him through the, through the head. Um... So part three picks up from here. And we see that the ball didn't erase Polnareff. Iggy used sand to pin the to pin Polnareff up on the ceiling. And Iggy stays on the ground. Dun dun dun. But Iggy dies? Iggy's used the last of his energy. Right. And also we see oh because we're we're in the new episode now. Um the Hello. The the guys, uh the other guys who are not Iggy or Polnareff or Dead Abdul um oh. the other guys are like you know playing catch up they're like what's this hole <laughs> you know like they see the holes and they're just following the holes something happened yeah right uh and Polnareff is like so long iggy i don't know his earring yeah. drops and because his heart is broken and he's attacked by the ball but and then ice is like blah 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 that's what i wrote down i wrote blah 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 I don't, well, I don't remember what he said. Ice, Ice just says some, I'm going to defeat blah, 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 and I'm whatever. I'm fucking, love, I love Dio, and you know whatever he said. He just says some dumb shit. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I watched this today, and Who I don't cares? remember exactly what happens, except for the fact that Polnara fucking wrecks uh, Vanilla Ice. He cuts him a bunch more times. Oh, but it keeps coming back. Another thing that is interesting is, in, uh, so they say that a stand is a manifestation of your soul and that Iggy had no choice but to save Polnareff because that's what his soul wanted to do. Again, added by the anime. doesn't make sense. I don't care. Not going to try to interpret it. Okay. I only want to interpret Araki's nonsense, not anybody else's. Okay. And Polnareff rages. He rages because Iggy is dead and he fucking rages and he is like, oh, I have bad luck. I was supposed to f- save Iggy and he saved me. And I just realized how much I like him. And then they have this big flashback about Iggy. Sad. Just, yeah, Iggy. Again, it's like simple writing, but I love it. It really gets to me, especially with a good soundtrack. And now is when it's like, haha, you didn't notice you're the same as Dio. And it like the, the sun exposes and starts burning up uh, our ice man He's, friend. Yeah, he like touches the, the, the sunlight and his arm comes off. 
And then he says something like, you know, he says something to Polnareff talking shit where he's like, but uh, I, I want to kill you. He goes, I'm feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> and Polnareff is like, why don't you go to hell? And then the silver chariot was just behind him and just pushes him into the sunlight all the way. Yeah. <laughs> which is silly. And then we see... Fire. Uh, fire. We see that... um from one of the eye holes in cream they change it from the comic and the comic is just the ashes of vanilla ice form the shape of abdul and iggy out in the clouds and polnareff yeah. sees this and is very sad um sad and i think it's iggy on abdul's back am i right yes yeah it's not it's certainly not the other way around yeah that would be that's tough what you're thinking um and then do we now cut back to japan and shit yeah, well yeah yeah so first yeah, you see this dumb suit polnareff is like Polnareff is like... I'm fine with it. I have to get to Dio. There's no time for sadness. And then we cut to Japan. We got Suzy Q. She is uh, being silly. And basically all of this is like unnecessary, I think. Um, and could have been cut. But I like I like that we see that Suzy Q is like, I'm not a huge dumbass. Yeah. Like, I've noticed that something is wrong. You don't have to keep hiding it from me. She's a regular dumbass. I know that my daughter is way sicker than you're letting on. Why Why is the... So there's a... there's So Suzy Q is in Japan. She's there with um, Rose. Roses. 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 And the other... And some other guy. Who's yeah. from, I guess, uh, Speedwagon Foundation. Gunzen? Gun, I don't know. And he's holding a turtle. Yeah, she has why? a short turtle with her. I think just because she's so stupid rich that she has a pet turtle, like an exotic pet. Mm. I like it though. I like when they do the zoom in perfect symmetrical shot of the turtle. I think it's great. And they're like the 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 guys are like, oh, we gotta tell her, we gotta tell her Holly's gonna die. And then they also have a flashback. Not a flashback, but they like imagine Holly and she's completely naked and covered in bondage. Oh, I missed this. I was looking away. Yeah, it's more Holly bondage stuff. Like why oh, does fuck, everyone why does everyone imagine Holly naked? She's, she's a babe. never naked. You've never she's seen her naked. But why? It's like you're concerned that she's dying, just like and you've only seen her with clothes on. So Sometimes why? you feel that way, Jackie. Sometimes you don't want someone to die, but you also have a boner. <laughs> I guess. Mm. It's difficult. I guess. Um so they're like, Oh, she's gonna know if if holly dies you know you, you got to tell her etc cetera, etc cetera. and um uh, suzy q is acting i don't know just like a silly woman she's like i don't know she's i'm gonna have soba noodles oh are you a gang member i don't care blah 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 she, yeah <laughs> and there's a there's a vending machine that says family planning yeah, it's a condom vending machine. Oh, and she's like, oh, can I get drinks from here? And they're like, you can't get drinks from here. Which means Suzy Q doesn't know what condoms are. Right. Which means they were raw dogging it on yeah. the bread. Only one kid, though. Nice. Yeah. And, Maybe uh, Joseph got his tubes tied. Or no, wait, do, do men do that? Yeah. Or is it vasectomy? Is it the same thing? It's a vasectomy. Okay. I think you... I thought women get their tubes tied, men get neutered. It's some sort of... Um... It's not, it's not, it's, it does what it's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Right. So Susie Q doesn't know what condoms are because it's just not her time. Or she probably does. And Roses is just so terrified of offending her at all. He doesn't understand women that he thinks that they're disgusted by anything related to sex. And yeah, whatever. I don't know. And then this like big, tough Japanese gang member, Yakuza guy passes by and She's like, oh, look, it's a cool Japanese person. Take, you know, let me take a picture. Smile for me and stuff. And 
he just wants to beat her up because he's a scary he's a bosuzoku mean man and he values his privacy let's give him some i didn't consent to being filmed Mm. which you don't really have to in japan and roses tells roses tells her to learn about japan like learn (laughs) about japanese culture so i think this is araki's message to tourists to like don't just come Mm, here and like bug people you know yeah araki has gotten that all the time no uh yeah, so it's just, we don't really get a conclusion. To, or does Suzy Q make it to Holly? I she does well, make it to Holly, yeah, and she yeah, was yeah. like, there's one thing we could do for Holly. Yeah. Believe. Is yeah. that really what she does? This is all yeah. really dragged out, because it's it's like, it's like for, for, they're finally like ready to tell her, and she's like, I already know. And then they go through all this whole big thing. They explain to her, like, what's going on, and that the guys are trying to kill Dio and stuff. And she, yeah, and she's like... Oh, I thought they are just like, they have to do something. Do they explain everything? They, they explain, like, most of it. Okay. And then she, she's like, you know, we can believe, which is what Miles just said. And then Holly goes and, I mean, sorry, um, Suzy Q goes and visits Holly and she hugs Holly. Holly looks fine. Yeah. She does not look that sick. She looks a little bit, like, she's also wearing, tired. She's also wearing clothes and, mm. not, and not completely covered in vines. Oh, so not fine. <laughs> or you mean, like, fine. <laughs> fine. Fine. Um... <laughs> And yeah, and then that's when Holly's like, the one thing we can do is believe, uh, believe in them, believe in the men that are going to save the women. And ever since I met, ever since I met Joseph, he's never disappointed me, which is nice. Wow. Well, and until she finds out about the pregnancy. Right. Until she finds out about the uh, unwanted ejaculations. That's right. That will not. Be, that could be the name of the episode, but I will not put that on iTunes. So he did not get his tubes tied. Don't uh, do it. No, he Don't didn't. Do it. He wouldn't either. <laughs> um, and so then we cut back to the other half of the of the Stardust Crusaders, which is Jotaro, Joseph, and Kakuin. We cut to nu- Nukesaku. Nukesaku, who looks like a DBZ character or something. He to looks me. weird. He reminds me of like that little elf from Majora's Mask. Tingle. Yeah. Huh. All right. I don't see it, but whatever. Um, so he's now, he's just like, we get this weird backstory where he's like, no one else wanted me to help out. And they cut to like a, like mean girls click of Terrence Darby, um, vanilla ice and someone else. And they're like, Nukesako, you're just a fucking vampire. You don't have a stand. You can't do anything. Just stay here. And he's like, Oh, and then, um, what we see is he like jumps out of the ceiling or something and then he's a joke we later see the whole thing is a joke but i'm fine with it we later then see um the gang uh being approached they approach and they find a woman who's crying just a regular ass woman a booby woman oh was she i wrote down booby woman because her boobs were bigger than her head what they drew her to be bodacious yeah um they did it on purpose and she's like, oh my God, you're going to eat me. Drink my blood. She's like, please don't drink my blood. And they're like, we're not going to. We're here as friends. And she's like, really? And they're like, really? And oh, then this Jotaro's, is corny. Jotaro is like, what? What were you going to He goes, say? friends of justice. Oh, he, he says that? And then yeah. he punches her in the face. Yeah. Oh. Punches her like, teeth lame. right out. Punches her Th- teeth right out. That is an right awful out. joke. He knocks her head into the wall. And yeah, her teeth pop out. And then it is revealed that it is secretly Nukesaku in disguise that he makes a face on the back of his head. 
they're, one thing I like about this is she's like, help me, help me. And they're like, we'll help you go straight to hell. It's good. Yeah, it's a lot of one-liners. Yeah, yeah. Joe Toto sucks at those. And Kaku and I love, he's like, so your power is to put a face on the back of your head? <laughs> and it's not really answered. But Joseph is like, at least turn your hands around. Yeah, his hands were backwards. And that's how they could tell that it wasn't a real, I'm, I mean, which is amazing. I think he made the boobs extra big so they'd be distracted. But I would have missed it. These, <laughs> these men are not interested in women. And so they noticed Joseph the hands. Is, just just Joseph. But yeah. <laughs> Joseph. Joseph is definitely interested in women. But the yeah, other one. He's the one who says, yeah, your hands are wrong. <laughs> Wait, who's the one who knows? Joseph. Well, I don't know. Um, so yeah. And then, uh, they're like, Hey, we heard you're a, you're a vampire. You're immortal. They're like, where's Dio's room is what they say. But anyway. Yes. And then then he, to check if he's immortal, Jotaro hits him really fucking hard and knocks him through like a bunch of pillars. Ori Ora Ora is him, I think. Um, and he's like, yep, you're immortal. (laughs) And then he, he's called him Nukesaku at this point. And Nukesaku's like, don't call me that. Um, and then how does it wrap? Does he tell them where the room is? He just no. goes yada yada. Well, no, he goes like he goes like, how did you know to call? Oh, oh he was like, um, so so Jotaro was like, uh, oh, you're you are you're immortal, right? But I can still cut you into pieces. Right. Um, and then Nukasaka is like, how did you know to call me Nukasaka? Nukasaku. Nukasaku. And then Jotaro is just like. Yada yada, and the and the episode ends. Yeah, it's sort of a corny ending. Miles, the joke here is just that Nukasaku. I don't get it either. Oh, Nukasaku just means like dumbass. Mm. So Jotaro is just being like, "Hey, dumbass, where do we go?" And he's like, "How'd you know my name's dumbass?" <laughs> and it's like, "No, it's because you are a dumbass." Mm. So it's it's kind of funny, but it's a lot of. This was not necessary. This aside was not necessary. Can anyone be named Nukasaku? I don't think so. I think someone translated it once as blockhead, which like, I don't know. It's I guess Charlie the idea Brownish. is that. It's, it's not as specific. It's more specific and a little bit off the beaten path than just dumbass. It's something else like that. Um, but then we do get the credits, and there's an after credits sting. Miles, did you see it? Um, yeah, I was here. Oh, but did I you watched s- it with you guys? But did you see it at home? No, of course not. So Polnareff is sitting on the stairs, and we get a 3D shot rotating around him, and he's like, "These were good curtains, but they'll help with my foot and stuff." Now he's like, "I can even jump or whatever." I'm like, "All right." Um, so he's basically saying that he's healed because he's like bandaged up his side, his thigh, his foot. But at the top of the stairs is Dio Brando. Ah! <gasps> what? And he's like, and Polnareff doesn't sound scared. He's like, there you are. And that is where the episode ends. I like the jazz music while Jotaro is beating up Nukasake. Nukasaku. Nukas, Right. Minestrone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't remember it, but there's like, if you listen closely, there's some really good music in this series and in this particular arc. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to get your email read, if you have opinions about the various uh, debates that we have, how lying works, and uh, if uh, whatever the fuck Jack and I are arguing about, uh, you can write to hey. us or you just want to send us fan art, please do. Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, and you should, and you should retweet stuff. At JJB. Why Pod. should they follow us on Twitter? We just, you know, we put out the stuff. We're, we have fun. We, we repost art that other people made. Mm. Um, and you should review, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. Um, if, you, if you write a review, we'll give you uh, content. You mean we're keep gonna, making podcasts? We're yeah. going to do it anyway. 
Okay, well, don't uh, give it away. Yeah, look forward to give it away. Look forward to uh, part five episodes coming up. We're almost done with this Yay! series. We're crunching real hard now to we're finish it up. We're crunching roll. We're, crun- do- we're doing it for you. We're on a roll, crunching through these episodes um, on Hulu. Uh, so then, part five will be really exciting because we'll do one episode at a time. I'll compare it to the manga. Um, we'll have time to have guests again, and maybe we'll stream something. If we figure out what to stream. And God, I'm tired. Everyone, have a good week. Bye. Bye. Nice. Beautiful.